Hey there, thank you for dropping in. This is Val, and welcome to the pilot episode of this brand new podcast, Witch Slap. I'm just gonna give you a little disclaimer here. There is no actual slapping that's gonna be going on here. If you're into that, that's cool. You know what, do your own thing. Uh, maybe find another podcast, come back later when that's out of your system. We're, we, we don't do that here. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> If you're anything like me, sometimes you need a good bitch slap of reality to keep you on track and focused. So if you're a member of the spiritual community, a witch or otherwise, or if you're new and intrigued by all this uh, magic-y stuff, maybe hang out for a while. It's going to be a good time. I promise. Witch slap is going to be a little bit about breaking some of the myths around witchcraft and spirituality. And if you're already a practitioner, it's going to kind of push you a little bit further down your path. So if you don't like a little bit of peer pressure, you, you might not want to hang around very long. <laughs> Sorry. So to give you guys a little bit of a Reader's Digest story about myself, I have a pretty common storyline when it comes to my quote-unquote conversion into witchcraft. I grew up very forcibly Christian um, all throughout my life, and my it's, it's safe to say that I had a very bad church experience every step of the way. Um, my, my last church experience was very um, Baptist, very uh, full of fire and brimstone Baptist, if you will. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a bit rough. It was a bit rough. Um, it was never an option. So I was never presented the option like, here's Christianity. This is what Christianity believes, you know, but, but find your own way. It was like, this is Christianity. If you don't believe it, you're going to hell. And it was, it was very black or white. It, it was this way or the highway. And uh, to the point where it was absolutely abusive, like the, the slightest misdoing on my part was labeled as a sin and I was going to hell for it. So it was, it was just a rough time all around. Um, now, that being said, I'm not saying that Christianity as a whole is bad. And to extend that, religion as a whole is not bad. Uh, I personally believe that every religion is a way of connecting to the universal energy out there as its own indirect path. Um, that meaning, so if you're, if you're brand new to this, um, we're all born of the same universal energy. So uh, you're born of the, the energy of the universe when you die you return to it, you know, energy to matter, matter back to energy. So in my personal belief, um, every, every religion has its own unique way of kind of tapping into that. Christians connect to their deity, uh, Jehovah or the Christian God, just as much as Wiccans connect to any number of their deities through their pantheons. So it's just everyone's alternate routes to the, the overarching energy, but um, a lot of particular people and particular sects of each religion can highly distort that and use that as a manipulative way of control, which is where it kind of causes the problem, which was my experience with religion as a whole. But here's, 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 one thing that I experienced, especially in the latter in the Baptist church, 
that I have to give them a lot of credit for. And that is passion. As wrong as a lot of their teachings are and a lot of their beliefs are, in my opinion, they were fucking passionate about it. They really gave a shit about what they believed in. And that's hard to say for a lot of people. It's easy for people to say that they care about one thing or another, but it takes a lot of balls to be able to really stand up for what you believe in and go out there and do something about it. So the particular, at least the, at least that particular group really absolutely gave a shit about it. And like I said, they, they gave a shit about the wrong things, at least this particular group. But they really had some, they, they were on fire for it. And that's, that's the one pro that I can, I can really respect about it. So I, I obviously, once I was old enough to be able to make decisions for myself, I, I realized there was a lot more to life. I realized there was a lot more than this two-dimensional life that I was living. Obviously, once I was old enough, I, I, I became an agnostic. I, I really didn't believe in the Christian philosophy or the Christian God in the way he was portrayed. And I, I, I stepped away from the Christian church as soon as I could when that was not forced upon me. And I just, it just was not for me. And so I stepped into agnostic. I, I never could say I was a fully an atheist because I couldn't bear the thought that there was nothing more. That, that just didn't set right with me. The thought that there was nothing was horrifying to me. That everything was nothing. I don't know, I, I just couldn't bear that thought. And even through my life, I've had experiences, even from as a child, I've experienced things that could never be explained. And I, they, they couldn't be chalked up to nothing. So I, I never got so far as I could say that there was nothing beyond this realm. So I got as far as the agnostic. And then I started searching into spirituality. And so, just just spirituality as a whole, and, you know, doing research online, uh, you know, Google and YouTube, and that obviously, the, the most prevalent form being witchcraft, so, you know, I started digging into witchcraft, and I was very, very intrigued by this. And I, I know everyone has different personalities and different draws, but I had a problem. I... I didn't connect with the spiritual community as much as I thought I would. I was I was very connected and very intrigued and very drawn to witchcraft. But for the people that were out there representing witchcraft, I didn't connect to them. Because when I was going to the YouTube videos and listening to podcasts, and this is this is let me back up. This is no criticism against any of these people but they were so passive and soft-spoken and I know a lot of people are very receptive to that but I am not (laughs) and you probably have picked up on that already but I just didn't connect with that very much and 
maybe it's because of my Baptist upbringing, but I, I wanted more. I wanted, I wanted to find one person in spirituality or one person in witchcraft that was passionate. I wanted to find one person just banging on the goddamn desk saying, this is why I believe in this. And like, this is fucking real. And I just, I need to tell you about this goddamn experience I had because holy shit, if you had, if I can just relate to you this, this thing that happened to me, you will never question a goddamn thing again. Like, I, I craved someone who had that amount of fire and passion about what they believed in, and I couldn't find that. And the, that just seemed missing to me. And that's, that's one of the things that I, I was really craving in the spiritual community. And like I said, I, I understand a lot of people, that's just not their personality, but I, I guess I just, I'm very receptive to that, that passion. And I was hoping to find other people that, that would share that with me because I don't know, you know? So I, I just, I felt very alone because no, there was no one else out there like me. And yeah, that, that just made me feel very isolated. And there were times when I would reach out to others around me and I'd be like, like, listen, like, do you, do you feel like this? Like, I just, I feel really fucking amped up. Like, what, what are we going to do? And they just kind of look at me and be like, what do you mean? Like, we are doing. Like, no, I, I want to get out there. I want to go, I want to go fucking stir some shit up. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean? And then I just get these glossy looks and I don't know. It just... I'm not saying that I want to go be a evangelical witch. Uh, you know, it's there, there's a certain level of respect that goes like you don't go stampeding people in public. That's that's not respectful. But I guess that's one of the reasons I'm here. I I want to do something. I want to find other people that want to do something and. I want to reach out to some of these people and, you know, hopefully some of y'all who who are curious about spirituality, curious about witchcraft, or, you know, have just started and, you know, are, are questioning, is this, is this legitimate? Is this real? And I want to be able to look you in the eye. Well, this is a podcast, so I want to look you in the ear hole and tell you, like, I've seen some shit. I've experienced some shit, and I gotta tell you, this shit's fucking real. And I, I hope that you can tell by my voice that when I tell you this is fucking real. But so, anyway, I'm gonna back up a little bit. <laughs> I didn't mean to get riled already, but so as as I continue to delve into my craft and. I, I just pursuing it and pursuing it and you know I, I found that I had to take more of an eclectic route and a solitary route because I just I couldn't find anyone that matched me so as someone who's like very much a loner and uh, like I, I prefer you know singular study and libraries and that type of thing I just kind of kept to myself and just read everything I could get my hands on 
just tried to just absorb every ounce of information that was available to me. And then I uh, returned to the internet <laughs> because, you know, that's a good idea, right? Because I wanted, I wanted to connect with other people in the community. And that's when I discovered uh, TikTok and thus Witch Talk. And um, I'm sorry, but I have a couple comments. <laughs> Not just Witch Talk, but in my observations of modern witches. There seems to be, when it comes to quote-unquote baby witches, I really dislike that term, but baby witches or, um, you know, younger people who are just starting to claim themselves as witches, I see a lot of these people shuffling into two categories. Um, I'm going to call these hobby witches or aesthetic witches. So, um, hobby witches, I like to classify these as, um, they're, they're bored witches. So they like to do a craft night. So like cute little spell jars, you know, having like little crafty nights. They like making the little like um, home decor and trinkets. And they see witchcraft as a form of like entertainment to keep themselves from being bored. Like that doesn't mean they're not actually doing witchcraft, but it's more like, oh, like I'm not doing anything right now. I'm kind of bored. Let's do some witchcraft not, hey, I feel really like to do some witchcraft, let's make a spell bottle. It's kind of like reversed. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there's the aesthetic witches. And alternative name is the uh, hot topic witches. And uh, these are the witches that go to hot topic and buy everything with a pentagram on it. Uh, these are the ones that want to portray themselves as a witch in every way possible because they think it looks cool. They want everyone to know because they think that this is their personality. They want everyone to think they're cool because, oh, they're a witch because, you know, that, that makes them more interesting. And I'd wager a bet that they actually don't do that much magic at home. I don't mean to attack anyone here, but these are just my observations of what I've seen when I've seen people like actually portraying themselves online as a young witchling. And so what I would say to these two different groups of people are neither of these are a way of life and each of these will lead to burnout. Um, I don't think I mentioned before, but I am a coven leader in my area. And these are the people that come to me and reach out and say that they're a witch, but they haven't practiced in a couple of years. These are the ones that say, oh yeah, you know, I do witchcraft, but you know, it's it's been a long time. These are the ones that have never had a passion to begin with. These are the ones who are attracted to the idea of witchcraft, but never really absorbed it as a belief system or made it a way of life for themselves or actually devoted themselves to pursuing this or even learning the basics or learning as much as they could about it before even devoting themselves to a path. And I'm not generalizing this. I'm not saying like, hey, every one of you listening to this, you're a piece of shit. 
No, I don't even saying these people are a piece of shit. Please don't take me wrong. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying this is off of observations that I've made in the past. So based off of this, I think that they don't truly believe in what they're doing. These people are the same ones who fuck with things they shouldn't, hoping they can see a reaction just to know that it's all true. So if you're if you hang out on witch talk, these are the ones that like to uh, buy up the moldavite because it's talked up to be one of the uh, highest vibrational items. It's not a crystal; it's a tektite. They buy up the moldavite because it's said to be one of the most highest vibrational quote unquote crystals to have because. They think, oh, if it's the highest vibrational ones, I can tell a difference. I can see actual change happening. And then they'll be like, oh, so this stuff is true. And, you know, maybe you're not ready to bring that into your life. But they'll, they'll go and fucking buy it because they want to actually see something happen. They'll be the ones that are trying to go out and do these high-level spells or do fuck with shit they shouldn't be fucking with. Because they want to see something actually happen good, bad, or otherwise. They're the ones that are doing reckless shit without fully understanding it because they don't really believe in what they're doing. They just want to be able to have some proof that the spiritual side of things actually exists, which may or may not come to bite them in the ass. If they're actually putting intent behind their works, nothing will happen, and then they'll just keep being their aesthetic witch self for doing spelt bottle craft night. But that's, that's not the point. The thing is, if you're, if you're doing something just to see a reaction, chances are you're not going to get a reaction. That's, that's not how magic works. And if you haven't practiced, we can get into that later. But that's, you're, you're drawing in energy intent from the, the universe. And if you're going to be like, oh, I just want to see if this, this thing happens, that's, that's not that's not going to happen. <laughs> and this this way of practice and this way of life is not sustainable. Here's the thing. Once you truly experience spirituality, there is no fizzling out. That is no longer an option. And the true spiritual experiences don't look like making a candle catch fire with your mind or moving something telekinetically. You, my friend, are born of the energy that made the cosmos. You are star stuff. You are the universe making itself known. Your consciousness is boundless. Look beyond everything around you. There's so much more than you are letting yourself see. See, this, this is what witch slap is all about. Sometimes it's about slapping us all out of the ruts and boxes we place ourselves in. And sometimes it's about slapping your consciousness out of your confined body into the rightful state of expansion. If you're ready to dive deeper into your path, stay tuned for episode one. It'll be coming out shortly. I really hope that you're willing to join me on this path here. Like I said, I am looking for other people who really need to connect with the same energy that I do. People who are looking 
to have a passionate way of life with spirituality instead of a passive hobby. So if that's something you're interested in, hang out for a little bit. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to provide what I needed when I was early on in my path. So I appreciate your stopping by, giving us a listen. This has been Val with Witch Slap. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep being a boss-ass witch.